What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Creators Outlet. Now available on the Age of Radio podcast network. You can go to ageradio.com backslash Creators Outlet and download a whole bunch of episodes. The more you download, the better I look. So please, by all means, go and download some free episodes. We have from episode 40 on up, the ones past that. Uh, and if you want to watch the video versions thereof, if you're listening on Age of Radio, uh, you can go to Joker Fan Pop Culture Talk on YouTube, or you can go to the Outright Geekery YouTube channel as well. Now, before we get into everything with uh, Mr. Dustin Brunel and his uh, new awesome project that I heard a lot about uh, over last weekend during CromCon, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Spinwiz Comics at spinwizcomics.com. They are a webcomic and indie comic discovery platform. You can download their app absolutely free on both iOS and Android. Once you're logged into the app, you will get credit for every page of comics you read. You will get entered into a monthly, quarterly, and yearly giveaway. Go check it out for yourself. It's loaded with almost 500 different comics for you to read absolutely free. And hey, if you want to support the creators, you can purchase the PDFs. And coming in 2021, I do believe, you'll be able to get print on demand from SpinWiz Comics as well. Because, you know, there's nothing like the feel of a real comic book in your hand. It's true. And, uh... See? Uh, <laughs> and here's what it's going to look like on your phone. And now on with the program. Dustin, tell us all about this project. Uh, yeah, well, um, we're going to talk about The Listener. Um, the Listener is a very close-to-the-heart project for me. Um, 
a few months back, my great uncle Les passed, and he was one of the first Native Americans to be a Green Beret in the military. Um, and we used to go visit him, and he'd tell us stories while we were there. And he was really good to my kids and stuff when we would visit. And uh, he got, as he got older, he got to the point where all he wanted to do was, and it, it wasn't like it was on purpose. PTSD was real bad, you know what I mean? He went through a lot, and he he would just, it would always be stories, you know what I mean? Remember, almost like just reliving situations and telling us about these situations. Uh, and I realized going through comics, I've been a reader, a buyer, a seller. I've had my own brick and mortar. And as I go through the stories of comic books, I've realized we have very few Native American uh, main characters or protagonists even, you know. So I wanted to take his stories and bring them to life because we're, um, we don't really talk about stuff like that. You know, what really goes on on the other side of the fence while soldiers are overseas and whatnot during wars, we really kind of just, we, we shy away from it almost. And I don't want to do that. I feel like that the, the stories need to be told so they're not forgotten because a lot of people gave a lot, you know, and some gave all. So I wanted to make sure that his stories were told and the stuff that he went through. Uh, and that's, that's where the listener started. Uh, and I'm a huge fan of the supernatural. Um, so we, we really wanted to add that element because we are kind of desensitized to, to normal horror nowadays. We see things on TV and media that when I was a kid would have, would have blown my mind. You know what I mean? So I really oh, yeah. wanted to make sure um, that I added something for this generation that they could eat into, you know, like get a real good bite of something that was scary on a different type of level as well. Uh, so we, we added the supernatural element to it. Um, we don't, you know, there's a, uh, there's something to be said about a book that's not a superhero book too. And that's always drawn me. I love indie books. I, I really, really do. Uh, I've, you know, I grew up with Spider-Man, X-Men, you know, the Fantastic Four and all that good stuff. But when it came to this, it needed to be much more down to earth. In my opinion, we really needed it to be. Uh, it needed to be horror to you. You know what I mean? It didn't need to be Clark Kent could pick up a car and throw it at the villain down the street. You know, we really needed to be in it. You know, something that was, even though it's nigh believable, we still want to be able to believe some of the stuff that we've added. Because I, I mixed this supernatural horror with the real stories that he told, you know, and real events that he went through. So you may go through, at the beginning of the book, you're like, well, there's no supernatural element to it, but I pepper that in the story of the first book. Um, but Addy, uh, he inherits the ability to see the dead, and that's where our supernatural element begins. Uh, there could in, they can only be one listener, and Addy is the current listener as we get going through the book. He has no clue that he becomes the listener, but we, we figure it out as we're moving through the book. <clears throat> so. So he's, he's seeing dead people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And these, this starts in a, a World War II setting? It does. Yes, sir. They're in China in World War II. Uh, that's one of the things that I like to address. Uh, because I don't remember being taught that we assist 
to the Chinese in World War II, but we I were pushing the Japanese that. out. Nope, nope. So we were assisting them because the Japanese were encroaching in China, and we were pushing out certain uh, aspects of uh, Japanese military. So there was a lot of uh, Chinese casualty. That it's one of those things that we don't like to talk about. You know what I mean? And people don't hear about it, so they don't know it happened. And eventually, if we don't tell these stories, they just disappear. You know, we we oh, just we don't get them. Anymore. Yeah, I I you, always um, did you I always you? made sure I talked to my my older aunts and uncles, and you know, listen listen to what they said, and absolutely. Um, you know. Are you a fan of uh, the, um, oh my gosh, Supernatural, the show? Um, I've watched it. Gotcha. But not, not, not too, not too much. I hear you. Cu couple of, couple of girls I dated, but like, ooh, Supernatural's on. I go, oh, which turned me off to not want to watch it. Cause I go, oh, it's a chick magnet right, show. Right. I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> so so the first couple seasons were incredible like they were really good and that's that's one of the places that i i i gained uh, a couple ideas from and um i liked the very beginning of the show and with the listener you know we get this this individual that gets involved in situations that he had no clue that he would be involved in you know, we talk about Wendigos, we talk about, you know, your Chupacabras, we talk about uh, Christian faith. You know, there are a lot of things that we touch on that because of the fact that my uncle, once again, uh, he wasn't a Christian. He, you know what I mean? He grew up believing in other things. So we would hear his stories and I found them so interesting that I wanted to weave them into the reality of the listener. Um, and one of the, the the most interesting things about it is we are literally taking a uh we'll use the the war in the first book we'll talk about that one because we're, we're about to print that one actually in the next week and a half so that's going to full print um there's a aspect about the listener that we go into with his ptsd Addie's ptsd while we're there there are situations that literally throw us back 20 years because that's how it works you know, one minute you're here and you're talking, the next minute you're in a memory. You know, you're, you're seeing something that you'd seen before and it sets off, you know. And we go through that a little bit and we try to, we build character using the PTSD. Like situationally speaking, you know, if something was a big event to him, we draw back to it using that, the method to have a memory to build our character. Because everybody's like, why, why is he over there? You know, what's going on? But we don't want to give all that away. We want to build our character in the first book. Um, he's one of those guys that didn't grow up with guns. Guns were not given to Addy. He was raised in a very traditional home, you know, for his people. So it's knives, bows, you know, traps. And that's how they go about, his team goes about being quiet in the situations that they're involved in. Um, and true to life, Addie is dropped into a zone to clear it, which is what my uncle Les used to do. They used to drop four or five guys down with a couple big hounds to clear an area to make it safe for other people to come in. 
And that's what Addy is doing in this particular situation. So we're going through and we're learning that he's got PTSD. We're learning that his father talked to things, you know, and Addy is completely oblivious to what he's talking to, you know. So we're going through all this stuff and building this, uh, building up to a crescendo at the end of the book that literally is going to blow your mind per your logo. I promise it's quite a, it's quite an ending. Um, everybody that's picked it up has either told me that they felt like they were literally there with my uncle being told the stories. They felt like it should have been a movie already. And I've also gotten, um, can I get book two now a couple times so far? I, I'm very thankful. Everybody's been very kind. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten to read the copy that I sent you, um, but it's been. Oh, no, and I, I didn't get to read it because for some reason it came in sideways. It, you have to download it and then you, you can turn it in Adobe. It, it's literally one click oh, okay. as soon as you download it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, it won't open well in the Google Doc. I don't know why I did that. But um, the Google Doc wants to keep it turned sideways when I made it a PDF. So all you have to do is open it and it'll rotate. Um, okay. Yeah, everybody said the same thing. They were like, why is it sideways? And I was like, dude, I have no idea. All you got to do is I open was like, it quick and then it'll turn. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. You're going to break your neck trying to read it. Absolutely. I turn Absolutely. my head and I'm like, I go, but now it's backwards. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we had some fun with that because everybody sent me messages and I was like, download it. Stop trying to read it out of the Google Drive. But um, it's the, the artist group we've had has been incredible. I mean, we've had huge, huge uh, amounts of feedback about the people that have been involved. Um, my buddy Mike DeBolfo is probably the biggest name on our, our issue one. You know, he's been in the game for a long time now. Uh, he did issue one for us. And then, um, actually, you know what? I can bring up my covers real quick for you um, and show you guys some of those if you'd like. Um, we've got Mike DeBalfo did one, and uh, Marissa Pope, his apprentice, did one. And then we've got a good one from Kyle Willis. Hold on, let me bring my, my covers up real quick. All right. Actually, I can't open them that way. Shoot. Open them this way. Everyone covered. Um, are you familiar with Adam Field's work? Uh, Adam's cover. Hold on. Let me bring it up this way. Adam did an familiar. incredible cover for us. I'm not familiar with Adam, but I know Mike. Uh, Okay, yeah, Adam, uh, Mike did a beautiful one for us. Um, let me bring up Adam's real quick. Adam did some incredible covers for us. Here are his covers. Uh, we got a virgin and a uh, trade dress. Absolutely beautiful covers. Um, and then Marissa Pope, who is Mike DeBalfo's uh, apprentice, she did this awesome one for us. Huge fan of that one. Oh, yeah, that's sick. Right? That's one of our main characters. That's uh, Neil. So that's a fun one. Uh, here's Kyle's Kyle Willis, a good friend of mine and business partner. 
he did this one. It's actually painted on a newspaper that from the day after Pearl Harbor. Wow. So yeah, that's the original one. Um, and I've got the trade dress here, um, which is absolutely stunning. Uh, and that's an homage to Wolverine number one. What? Not no. Is it number one? Is it one or three? Um, it's an homage to Wolverine. It's a beautiful piece. Um, and then Gabby, uh, Gabriela Ramos did this one for me. Uh, she'll be doing all our cover A's going forward. And we've got, uh, Eric's here's Eric Viola. Eric Viola is our interior artist and this is his, uh, death dealer homage, his death dealer homage. And that cover is available through, uh, Calabunga comics. Uh, not through our Kickstarter. And then doo, 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 here is Mike DeBalfo's, let me go to my art folder in the yard. Uh, here is Mike's uh, final draft. And that got just got sent to coloring uh, yesterday. So yeah, hello. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that cover is available as well. Um, we recently added David Acampo to our team, and he's doing character designs for us as we move forward. So really excited about having David aboard. Uh, he's known for Zenoscope work and, and uh, uh, he'll be doing a, uh, in book two he'll be doing covers for us um, and not just character design. And then uh, Ale Garza is actually joining our team starting on book two as well. So I'm really excited to have wow. him on board too. Um, yeah, we've, we've got a lot of power behind it. Like there's a lot of names on this project and I'm really just really wanting people to see how awesome this is. You know what I mean? How impressive this project is with the people involved, you know, and what we're pushing for. Um, like I said, we're going to print in a week and a half. We literally, uh, we, we got, so we've been working with our Kickstarter and the other night, it's been a couple days, um, we had a individual come up and offer to fund the rest of the book, which is awesome because my, my Kickstarter wow. was nowhere near funding what I paid already. You know what I mean? So I was very excited about it and very thankful. Um, they, they, they asked that I not bring them, like bring their name into it. I said I wouldn't. Uh, I sent them a nice care package and uh, we're really excited about that. If you're interested in Kyle's uh, original piece uh, that is up for, uh, is a tier on the Kickstarter right now as well, his original painting. Um, so well, um, uh, we got just got a lot going on the ball. Well, it's just amazing that somebody I'm came excited. in and, you know, Man, so I, I, I want to take care of the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just so thankful. It was just, it's awesome, awesome gesture. Uh, and they're, they're a member of the native American community and they really want this, these stories to be told because like I said, aside from the aspect of the, the supernatural horror, there is real horror. There are things that Native American soldiers had to deal with that isn't in the light of day right now. You know what I mean? The only thing that I can think of that 
it, it glorified soldiers was the uh, the Wind Walkers movie or Wind Code Talkers, Code Talkers, and um, that wasn't very true to life at all. You know, there there was there was a lot more glorification to that position than these these men were treated with. You know, so it, it's important to see the other sides of these things. Um, and we get to go through all kinds of fun stuff with the listener right now uh, involving history and making sure that the uniforms are true. You know, everything is correct. You know, every, every aspect of the book. If there's a weapon in the book, you can be guaranteed that it was there at that time period. If there was a plane, a truck, it, you name it. You know, we all the homework was done to make sure it stayed true to the time period. Uh, so we're very excited about that. Um, same thing with like rituals and stuff like that. We use a lot of Navajo rituals throughout the book, um, as well as uh, Navajo beliefs. Um, and we, like I said, we bring in Christianity and we bring in all kinds of other belief systems because uh, our main character is an atheist and is learning very quickly that there's there's more than meets the eye to what's going on. Um, I mean, we we've uh, introduced what we call the veil. That is not in the first book but uh, it will be mentioned very shortly after the first book. Um, and I, I laughed the other night when we were talking on a podcast about the fact that if, say, you and I were in Italy, we could see Heaven's Gates if we passed through the veil. You could actually see, you know, the pearly gates. Whereas if you were in the United States, you'd be able to see Valhalla in the distance. You know what I mean? Hell is a place that you could walk to. You know, there, there's a lot involved. Um, and the interesting thing about the listener is we bring it all together. You know, uh, somebody mentioned to me one time that uh, they believe that all religions are the same. They're just stories told a different way because of a different place that you're from. You know what I mean? It's just it's catered to where you are. You know, um, I like to think that it could be that way. You know what I mean? Um but it's it's interesting to have these things weave together you know if you've got the armies of hell and the armies of heaven fighting at the same time well if valhalla steps in and they're the middleman where do they go does there have to be a winner or are we just trying to stop a war you know that's a very important question i think that uh, a lot of people don't understand is we don't always have to win to win you know what i mean if we can just stop it you know, that might be the best. And these things are starting to leak in the listener. And that, that's one of the biggest things about our storyline, you know, how he can see the dead. Well, it's not just the dead, it's other spiritual entities, you know. So now he can, if um, uh, we didn't use her, but I'll use it for an example, uh, Bloody Mary. It's not one I use, like I said, but it, it, it was thrown out there. Let me tell you, it was a funny conversation about it one night, but with my daughter because I was terrifying her because I'm a terrible being. But, um, you know, if, if if Bloody Mary existed, Addie would be the one that could bring her out. You know, and Addie is uh, short for Addison. Uh, all our names are also true to life and how they would be at a given point in time. Um, you're not going to see any um, generic wise or, you know, Quasimodo's or anything. Uh, you know, it's it's all going to be true to the time period, true to the era, you know, where they are, you know. Um, 
we've added some really cool touches with spirits in this book. Um, if a person were to die and Addie sees them, they would appear how they died. Like they, if, if they didn't cross over and they stayed on our side of the veil, they would, would look appear like they died. Like if they were hung, they'd walk around with a noose around their neck. You know, and I think those are interesting little nuances to how we do our spirits in this book uh, versus noble spirits. Noble spirits uh, protect the listener. And that's a very interesting part of it as well. Uh, Addie has his own group of noble spirits. Uh, you'll start learning about noble spirits in book two. Uh, and we're, we're already well on our way to, to working on book two. I have 16 books written now. So um, and we've laid out several so far. So I'm really excited. My wife was pulling the reins. She was like, hold on, let's see how book one does. You know what I mean? But I was like, you know, I, I got a good feeling. And everybody's been super cool to us about this book. You know, um, uh, all my friends are real honest people. And I haven't had a you suck in the pile yet. So, you know, that's always good. Um, I, I've reached out to several people. Uh, we've got an interview of Pops on um, Monday night to talk about it and it'll actually be the whole team on that one. So I'm very excited. And I don't know that all of these people have ever spoken together. So it's going to be a really interesting uh, group of conversations. Um, but do you have any particular questions? I mean, uh, I, well, is there when, anything? When I, when I first heard you talking about this on, on CromCon, I was immensely interested because it sounded it sounded so fascinating. Uh, one, because you're doing everything historically accurate. You're taking stories from your heart, from from your uncle who served his family and and his country to uh, you know to 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 paper, and just adding a little bit into. Uh, you know, spice spice it up a little bit, but you're keeping everything like historically accurate, and I just thought it sounded amazing. I wanted to know more about it. Well, I'm excited you want to know more, man. I I think that I think that's the key to all of this. I think putting so when I started putting pen to paper, I was horrified. I was absolutely horrified. I uh, when I opened my business is the only other time I could think I was that scared. You know, the first time I opened my brick and mortar horrified you know because it's like you put all your savings into it and everything you've got to do this one thing and it, it outs i would still have my brick and mortar if outside influences didn't fool with that you know what i mean my life in general had nothing to do with the business itself but as we're uh, my parents were getting older, and one of the reasons we were getting out of the brick and mortar is to make sure that we could be around my family and stuff. And, you know, so that's gone well for us. We've gone online. Uh, like I said, my buddy and I own Calabunga Comics, so that's been awesome. But I've not been terrified of anything, you know, until this point and since then. And I was like, are they going to enjoy it? Are people going to want to read it? You know, I'm a normal dude. You know, you think normal things you are like, man, I think that's cool, but I don't know if anybody else is going to like that, you know. But as soon as it started getting on paper, I was just like, oh, my gosh. And I had my wife read it. And my wife hates fantasy and anything that's um, 
I don't know. She just doesn't like sci-fi or anything uh, war-related or anything like that. So I had to read it, and she was like, oh, my gosh. What are we doing in book two? I was like, what? And she was like, this is awesome. Can I get book two? Are you done with it? And I was like, holy crap. So went into book two, went into book three, went into book four, um, because I had a couple of people that are in this business go, hey, look, no one's going to want to pick you up if you don't have a script that's long enough to catch their attention. And I was to like, carry through, okay, yeah. right, right. So I was like, I was like, well, who am I going to pitch to? So I started writing some more and then I was like, you know what? Let's pitch to image. You know, I was like, I'll pitch to image. So I started writing some more. And as I, as it started to become a real thing, it became more and more like a uh, reality, you know, as you create it and, my buddy was like, well, why don't you get some people to do some panels for you? You know, see how they look. You know, you've been reading books for a long time. Get some panels done. So I was like, okay. So I, I, uh, I put out an ad. I had 275 people apply for the job. And wow. I was like, like, holy crap. You know, and originally I had looked at David Acampo, who is on our team now, Um and he's, like I said, he's got Xenoscope history, Marvel history. He's an awesome guy. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know that I can afford somebody so cool. You know, I literally was like, that's just awesome. And uh, so I kept in contact with him. And uh, Mike DeBolfo, he's been a friend of mine. He's one of the first guys to come to my brick and mortar. He was like, hey, look, keep trying. You know, it doesn't happen in a day. Keep trying. It's a good story. Keep at it. So I said, okay. So I get in touch with Eric Viola, and uh, who's our interior artist now. And I literally spoke to him for like four hours the first night I spoke to him. Um, I had everybody interested. I was like, if you're interested enough, send me a sketch. Just send me a character sketch and, and we'll go from there. I'll send it to everybody that's involved. You know, my letterer, my wife, my editor, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. And Eric sent me this amazing sketch. And actually, I'll show it to you right now. He was a painting. He didn't even sketch it for me. He sent me a painting. And it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and it's the one we use now for almost everything when we're advertising a listener. It's this stunning image. I'm going to show off too much doing that. Um, here it is. I mean, it's just awesome. Wrong way. I'm doing it again. There we go. Um, this was the first time I had ever seen Addy on paper and it blew my mind you know it wasn't a simple sketch he sent me a legitimate piece of art and i just i i couldn't get enough and i called him and i was like hey look man uh we need to get together you and i need to have a conversation next thing you know he and i were knocking out page after page after page and i was like man we're we're a couple grand in now you know, are we really doing this? Is this a thing? So it turned into even more. We just kept going and kept going. And book one, with all the pages were done, and it just got to the point where, like I said, we got we had it all done before the Kickstarter. And that's the greatest thing about this project. We wanted it to be completed so no one would have to wait. I wanted the book out by Christmas, and it'll be out by Christmas. You know, that was my goal. Um, and... Well, yeah, because, you know, it sucks because I, I, I back people on Kickstarter, you know. So when you back people, you want your stuff right. 
So you want your stuff when you order it. You know, when if you if someone says, hey, look, you're going to have it by this date, have my stuff by that date. You know, I backed you. Let me get my stuff. So no, um, tell the truth. We want it 30 seconds after we click that button. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm terrible. I back all my buddies. I'm like, man, make sure you get my book. When I, you know what I mean? Let me get one signed. Make sure I get it. So, um, but that's, that's the kind of thing I wanted people to have. I wanted you to be able to experience this incredible project, you know, and this incredible story. And at the end of the book, I want you to go, holy shit, let me get book two. I need to get book two. And everybody was like, well, indie artists and indie writers, they don't, they don't do monthly series. You know, that's not a thing. My closest friends have told me it's an impossible feat. Well, what wrong. nobody knows right this second, oh, it is very wrong. So what nobody knows right this second, and we're about to let people realize and understand is, I've almost got the second book halfway done already. So if we're that far in, and I'm not planning to release it till Jan the end of January, we're on a real good track to have it done. So... Uh, all the guys and girls that are involved, Gabby, Marissa, Gwen, um, they're, they're all willing to sign books. Everybody's excited about it. Um, they'll be getting their comp copies soon with blank covers. So I'm sure they'll be selling some blank sketch covers of those books. Um, and like I said, they'll all be willing to talk on Monday. Uh, I don't know if DeBalfo will be on there Monday, but he mentioned he may. You know, he's got a real big schedule. So I don't expect him to if he's I, I know I well. know him because he's always doing something with uh, Stephen McDonald from Clay McDonald Comics. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the like quick every, every other month. I, I got I new prints from those guys. You know I got mean? new oh. I got new prints from Mike DeBaffo. Right, right. <laughs> he's gonna be in right. the store signing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I need like, to get Stephen, shut guys. up. I got no money left. Right. We got no money left. Right. Well, that's how I feel right now. I'm like, ooh. So um, we, we did send everything to Antonio uh, to get our first demos printed. So they'll be back in the next couple of days. I'm really excited to get those. Um, it ended up being eight covers for our first book. So I'm really excited. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a that's lot. That's a lot. I mean, <laughs> that's that, a lot, yeah. When, when, I, when, when they told, uh, when everybody was like, well, what are you going to do for a cover? I was like, oh, shit. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I don't I know. Can't what, decide. We're gonna do them all. So, well, I mean, I have. I've been so when when you're in this business for a long time and you've been doing it for a while yourself, you know, you've got you. you if you're good to people, people respect you and are good back to you. You know what I'm saying? So when I was like, I'm gonna do a book, I had several people go, Hey, look, I I, I want to do a cover. You know. And like I said, my business partner introduced me to Adam Fields. Adam Fields is an incredible guy. Uh, he does amazing, amazing art. Um, just a stand-up dude to begin with. And then I'm talking to DeBolfo, and he's like, hey, look, have you seen my new Apprentices stuff? And I was like, no. You know, I had, had not. So he put me on to Marissa Pope, and I was like, wow, I, I would love to showcase her art. So that turned into four covers, you know, and then it was just like, Holy cow. Then you've got your virgin variants. So we put those in there, you know, and then Eric was like, well, dude, I want to get a real cover in. So he did a death dealer homage and, you know, so it just, it kept going. So like I said, we're adding, um, next month or not next month, month in January, we'll be adding Ali Garza 
and David Acampo tour covers. So I'm very excited about that. Um, they're such stand-up guys. I mean, really, really cool folks. Uh, and all of them have great acclaim. So you're guaranteed to get a nice piece. Uh, like, so the Kickstarter for this next one, we're probably going to be starting early December. We'll see. Uh, I may not kickstart, but I, I'm thinking about it, depending on how, how it's all rolling at the time period. Um, I keep seeing all these amazing Kickstarters, and I'm so thankful for uh, the platform itself for comic books right now. It's so incredible, you know, and podcasts, and oh, my gosh. I, I've learned so much since I started writing this book, and uh, I've met so many wonderful people. So many wonderful people, yourself included. I mean, there are so many cool folks out there that you just don't even know. Um, I just don't feel special. It's twenty twenty, and everybody's got a podcast. <laughs> you know, I went and I, they laughed at me. I went and got my first webcam yesterday. You know, they were like, they were like, you know, if you're putting a book out, you got to be able to talk to people, and you don't, have, you can't use your phone all the time. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I'm really excited to be uh, um, technologically inclined now. You know, I'm, I can get in there. Um, but one cool thing about us as well, uh, I know you're in Florida. Um, so nope, I'm in Boston. I thought you were in Florida. Somebody said. Well, no, I, I'm no. Uh, in Florida. Coming up. So I thought that. Oh, do you? Yeah, uh, we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna do a couple signings in Florida. Because uh, Kyle lives there, Gabriella lives there, um, and then anybody that orders uh, in Florida, uh, as we get closer to the end of December, I, I'll let them know when I'm going to be there. And if they'd like to wait and they'd like signed books uh, and they don't want them graded, if they don't want them graded, because we're, we're partners, we'll get them graded if they do. Um, but if they don't, I will uh, sign them and they'll be able to pick them up from me or meet me and I will hand deliver them so they don't have to pay for shipping. Um, as well as if uh, they have a store like an LCS that they'd like us to sign at, uh, I'll probably show up with more than one member of the team if they'd like, if they're in Jacksonville uh, or the surrounding area. And then uh, anybody in middle Tennessee that's got an LCS and they want to order some books I'll uh, waive their shipping as well, and I'll drive them to them because I'm in Middle Tennessee. I'll, I'll drive them, sign some books for them, uh, you know, whatever, what have you. But I'm very excited. I really am. It's been such an adventure so far. And for people to come out of the woodwork and be like, this is awesome. Make a movie. Do this. When are we getting issue two? You know, please write another one. And I'm like, I'm not that guy. I'm not used to things like that. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I got it. I'm on it. You know what I mean? I will, you know. Um, but it's been such a blessing. Everybody, uh, it's just a humbling experience to to feel like, and I'm sure it happens like that with anybody, you know. But when when we had our brick and mortar, it was terrifying. We do this, it's terrifying. But it's such a warm feeling when you're involved in the community. Like right now, especially because we're used to doing conventions. There's no conventions, you know. So the fact that when I went to uh, the Great Escape in Nashville, or I'm sorry, in Murfreesboro a couple months back. And I was like, hey, look, I'm going to print a book. Are you guys interested, you know, in doing a signing? They were like, please, you know, and that was really cool to me as well. You know, so if if the community is ready to start pushing books again, pushing creators, that's that's a powerful thing. And um, for us to be new and get involved in that, it's, it's very, it's just a cool experience. Well, the, the two biggest stores I know of uh, 
that are huge on indie comics. Uh, one you probably know in Florida already, Danny Morales at the uh, at the Collective. Oh yeah. And uh, Jen King that owns uh, Space Cadet Comics in in Texas. Oh man, I need to reach out. I've never heard of that one. I'll check it out. Space. Uh, she's. Uh, she is uh, one of the people that started the comic book shopping network. How neat is that? I didn't even know there was a comic book shopping network. That's awesome. There is. And it, oh man, it's like friggin' crack. Oh, I can't, yeah. I'd stay away from that. Can't mess with that. I'll get I'm like, <laughs> I already, I already spent my money for like two, two months earlier this month. And, and I, I still didn't cover. Not with them, but I still didn't cover the whole tab with a, with a buddy of mine. And I even traded off some books. And I'm like, well, I'll be getting some stuff soon. Don't worry about it. And, fun. you know, but um, Comic Book Shopping Network is like 12 to 15 stores. One or two of them, I think, aren't even brick and mortars. Oh, well. They're like, you know, like you. Yeah, because sure. Just because uh, there's two older gentlemen and they sit on a couch in front of a coffee table with like stands and they just place books up there and, and tell That's prices. Awesome. Hey man, it works. I've seen it. People, you know, the but what it is, is, is all these stores together run consecutive live sales. Nice. That's awesome. Right now, because of being uh with OG, I get all the PR stuff. So right. a couple of months ago, they got an exclusive deal for every store in the comic book shopping network that wants to partake with Aftershock. Oh yeah, for sure. So they get they will get an exclusive number one for every new Aftershock that comes out. That's awesome. About about four or five months ago. Scout gave them the same deal because they because they sell so much Scout comics because Scout's on fire this year. Oh yeah, for sure. And and uh, so every every trade that comes out, they get their own exclusive. Every number one that comes out, they get their own exclusive. If if you if you've got the end for that, you have them hit me up. I'll I'll do an exclusive cover for them for the listener if they want to do it. I'm down hundred percent. I will shopping network exclusive cover for those guys all day. Um, we are doing a cool thing right now for uh, shops. It, it's on the Kickstarter. Uh, we're doing 10 copies of uh, cover A, which is Gabriella's cover, for uh, $70. That's more than half off retail right now because we're $15 for issue A. So if any retailers that, that can prove their validity, you know what I mean? I am more than happy to help boost you know, sales for indie comics. Of, I'm a retailer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, man I just, I'm doing the law for the bunch of comics behind you. Right, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we're we're trying really hard to uh, make the book accessible. Now, that being said, before I forget, uh, I'm not one for language in my book. Uh, I don't. It, it, it's not going to happen very often. It does happen occasionally. Uh, but it is not for the faint of heart. There, there is a lot of gore in my book, my first issue. Um, it continues for a little bit. 
But once you get to this, it, it's to set a uh, an air like uh, uh, surround you in something so we can put you into this situation because I want you to feel it. I want you to yeah. feel where we're talking, the situations we're in. You know what I mean? Because I don't ramp you for these situations. You know what I mean? I throw you in them because of the fact that it's a it, it's to build an atmosphere throughout the listener. You know, um, as we get further into it, there are ups and there are downs. You know, there are highs and lows, peaks and valleys in the story of the listener and what Addie goes through. But there is a lot of, in book one, holy cow moments that we give you. Um, and I'm a 80s kid, so I love splash pages. I love splash pages. You know, so, I mean, old school X-Men splashes all day, you know. So I am, uh, Eric and I have given you some very beautiful, beautiful splash pages. But to this day, in, in my reading and my collecting indie comics for the past 20-something years, uh, I'm probably top five in the gore value of my book, and I've read a lot. I think the only thing that really puts me to shame is Crossed. Crossed is pretty rough. I, um, I, I definitely didn't get to that level with it, but it's, it, and it's not to be overzealous with it. And, it, and it's, like I said, we're desensitized. So it's the type, it's the act of what I'm showing you that is is the, the, the gory part of it. You know, anybody can put blood on paper. You know, we're, I'm showing you legitimate, um, most, uh, well, I say legitimate and most, but all the things in the book are anatomically looked at as well. So if, a arrow hit somebody hypothetically and we'll talk about this one because it's been shown because I, I i was playing around with it and showing it to people on the internet at one point but there's there's a page where a guy gets an arrow through the back of his head well we do some really fun effects with that arrow flying through the back of this guy's head uh, but i i believe in the the gimmicks of the 90s um, I really enjoyed them. I was young, and they stuck out to me. You know, the bloodshot cover that you could rub, and it had the liquid moving through it and stuff like, like that. Those are things that I find very interesting. I would not be surprised to see those incoming covers, um, but I enjoy that type of thing. So as we got into these pages that were very, uh, uh, very violent, we'll call it, um, like I said, it was a set of scenes. So we can take you from a very violent page to a very serene page very quickly because most of the time in these combat situations, they were over very fast. You know, it was never, it's going in quiet. We're trying to get the job done. We move on. You know, uh, the first book has a couple combat sequences in it uh, and they were all super well thought out. Um, we laid them out just to make sure that they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with each panel. The motion is there for each panel. I can't tell you how many nights I sat up with friends of mine talking on the phone that are huge war buffs and comic books buffs the same, talking about, hey, can we make sure there's enough motion between this panel to this panel? And I had never written my own comic before. You know what I'm saying? 
So I went through Comic 101 the past six months to get this book ready. And it was such an experience to, as a, as a comic reader and collector, to go to a creator and watch these panels and figure out where this and this should go, how that motion should be. Because you never want to jump your character from A to D. So it's like, well, how do we get to, from A to D that's appeasing to the eye? You know, you want to be able to read it and you want to understand where we're moving to. Uh, I don't ever want to just give you a panel where you're here to here and wonder how you got there. You know, same thing with the story. I, I spent so much time. I think I had five, um, five final drafts for the first book that I just kept going back and going, it needs this. You know, I want this to be had you know, and um, I had written it originally with no supernatural aspect at all. And Kyle was like my, my buddy, my partner, my letterer, uh, cover artist as well, was literally like, well, you got to give them, you got to show us a little bit of the supernatural, right? And I was like, I, I wanted a build up. So that's where we got into the small peppering of supernatural uh, events. Because I, I, I did not want issue one for you to literally go he's a hero you know he's got these abilities and this is you know Les talked about stories about how everything he did he had to do it wasn't that he was a hero he never once claimed to be a hero he always said that he did it out of necessity it was his job he was trying to survive and get home that's all it was he wasn't there to to, to fight the good fight you know that wasn't what it was about you know because his upbringing didn't involve that you know it wasn't his choice to get into the military you know it wasn't it wasn't something that was an offer to him it was something he had to do so it became just like every uh, aspect of his life hunting existing you know making sure his family had food and a roof above their head you know mm -hmm. and that's that's what this became to him so i never wanted anyone to feel like our, our characters were heroes you know, so that that's why it feels like there'll be moments where you look at our characters and you'll be like, man, that was really cool. And the next you'll be like, how could they do that at the same time? You know, uh, it's existence. You, you have, you're going to do what you need to do to survive these situations. Uh, and I don't think that I, as a person can understand, um, I would have been able to understand had he not sat and talked to me for hours on end about the things that he'd gone through to be able to understand what it felt like to be there. And the other night um, we did this, uh, a podcast with our friend Lorenzo and he was, it was the greatest compliment I've ever been given on any project I've ever done. He literally was like, I felt like I was there. Like I, I as I read it, I felt like I was there. And I was like, that's the greatest thing anyone could ever tell me. You know, and to be fair, only like 10 people have had their hand on this book. I mean, you included, you know, I have not given it to a lot of people because of the fact that when whatever date in mid to late December, everybody gets their books. I wanted them to open those pages and have holy shit moments. You know what I mean? Not not share all. Of, I mean, I've showed maybe 10 panels since we started our Kickstarter, because mm -hmm. it's, it's like, um, you know, Kyle would tell me, he's like, you know, you don't want to sell the milk when you ha or sell the cow, if you can keep the cow and sell the milk, you know what I'm saying? 
because it, it there's so many people that give and we give and we give and I do it too. I mean, I get excited and we call it the burden of knowledge. You know, I know so much about the coming book that I'm, I'm already trying to get people to uh, be with me where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it, it boils down to this level of awe that I want you to have as you read it. I, I literally, at the very beginning of the book, you'll have few words, and then we get to add more lettering, and we get to more story development. But I've also been told you could go through my whole book with no lettering and understand every single thing I was trying to get across to you, which is awesome. because I, So I design my panels with my artist. Like I, I write down what I want to see and then we literally go to every panel together. That's the process. No bullshit. You know, a lot of people are like, here's what I want. Do it for me. Come back to me when it's done. Eric and I go over every panel. So right now we're on, I, I think we're on page 10 right now for book two. And we're 15 hours worth of sitting together just to get the designs for these panels, you know, and it's, if you can't tell me what's happening in my book without words, then I failed you as a reader because your eyes should tell you a story just as much as the words on the page, you know, and that's very important to us. Um, like I said, with atmosphere, uh, my splash pages have no words, absolutely none. And that's not something anyone knows. That's a first for right now. My splash pages have no lettering because I don't want the words to take away from the scene. I, it's just, they're so epic and Eric's paintings are so vivid and masterful that I would not take away from them for anything. I, I was, if, if I thought it, they came down on that page to the, to the letter, to what I thought. And it's absolutely incredible. Um, there's, there's a scene in a bar that is a memory that completely blew my mind. I mean, we have, Addie and his father sitting together and they just go through this conversation and you can literally see that his father almost age in front of you because of the conversation that's being had. And it's just so epic. I mean, um, I don't know, man, I, I am heart in, if anybody's curious about it, I am in as in gets, there is no end to the listener. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I've written no end. Like I said, I'm I'm about 16 books in now and have a side story already started uh, that I have an artist that's interesting uh, interested in doing. So it, it's just now it's just ramping the book, you know, book one. You know, you see all these guys that have been doing it forever and they're making, you know, X amount of dollars a year. I'm not there. You know what I mean? So it's all out of pocket and it's all coming forward and if if people enjoy the covers they enjoy the book support the book you know what i mean support the covers because these beautiful artists that we're putting on this book they're not cheap you know their their work is amazing and i wouldn't cheap them you know what i'm saying so as we're moving through it's a that's like uh, our prices right now um gabby's book is 15 everybody else's with the exception of mike's uh is 20. Uh, Mike's is 30 for his and 40 for his variant. Um, but, you know, if retailers pick it up, they're definitely going to get their own, you know, package deals and stuff like that. 
add-ons and all that good jazz, you know. So I'm really hoping that you guys start seeing the listener on shelves uh, in local books because, I mean, I'm going to be pitching, and um, if pitching doesn't work, don't think that's going to stop me because, like I said, we're already halfway through book two. Uh, I'm ready to keep going, and people are listening. You know, just like today, people are listening to us here and now. You know, people are hearing our stories. They're they're responding with words. They're responding with praise. Um, they're, they're responding with hope, and that's a very cool thing to me. So uh, I'm thankful. If, if anybody asks you what I am deep down about my book, I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful for the life that my uncle lived. I'm thankful for the lives he saved. I'm thankful for the ones he, he took to make sure that we could have the lives we have. That's that's what one word, man. I'm thankful. Yeah, I can, I can see right now where this book you you're bringing people into a into a situation where they're gonna where they they're not gonna re, be reading the book. They're gonna be feeling the book. Absolutely, absolutely. And it, it doesn't get nothing but better, man. Well, let's jump over to the Kickstarter page and take a look at everything. Please, please. Blow that up a little bit and click. Yep. Now, I wanted to ask when you had when you had it up before. I, I see this image behind him. Yes. So we add the um, we add our our main protagonists are what we refer to as the sins. Um, I mentioned that a lot of religions have the same stories. Uh, our sins would be the seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have noble spirits, which in front of Addy to the left of the image, you'll see a blue spirit. Oh, yeah. And that would be the outline of a noble spirit. Um, noble spirits in our, when they're on the, in the living realm, always would appear blue and white. Whereas uh, demons appear in reds, greens, yellows, stuff like that. Uh, unless they're in their realm. If we're over in their realm, they look like they should would normally be colored, if that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what that is. That is one of the sins standing behind Addy. And one of his noble spirits standing to the left of Addy. And thanks thanks to a, a nameless contributor, goal has been met with... 46 backers, but there's still five days to go. Plenty of time yes, to still get in on this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. There's the page of the, uh, the, the arrow. And we had a lot of fun with that one. Well, I'm going to call that Just shot dead eye. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Uh, you know, old school comics, you know, um, late 80s, early 90s, we didn't get gore like that, you know, in Ninja Turtles and stuff. It was all black and white. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to a throwback with that. Um, with that second panel there. And I, I wanted to throw some, you know, some old uh, gimmicks in with it as well. Uh, I've always enjoyed that type of thing. And, and that is Guy in the tree. He's one of our main. 
Nice. It's gorgeous painting. So I gotta I gotta tell this story because I tell this story every time. Every time I see those pages, Eric's Eric. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Please. So, one of the first one of the first people I talked to when I when I started doing the the podcast was uh, Graham Nolan, and he was starting his uh, Kickstarter, the Chanou. And okay. somehow, I still don't know how he did it, and nobody else seems to know, is the the $10 pledge without a reward, he uh -huh. changed that to buy Graham a beer. How funny. That's hilarious. And, and it's even funnier that his project is making their own beer. <laughs> Like like a local microbrew, and they've got like two different ones, and so unfortunately they can't do anything now. You know, thanks to the crappy governor of New York, right, right. Uh, but when they have the release and the beer's ready, he's going to be signing cans of of this beer because it's got specific labels from the from the book on it. How cool is that? That's so neat. That's awesome. Yeah, there's Gabby's cover beneath. Oh, that's what it looks like upside right. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> that's funny. All right, this stupid guy will have to uh, go in and hit the turn to the yeah. left button. Yeah, that's all you got to do is download it and rotate it. That's funny. Yeah, she's so, uh, Incredible artist. And I can see the cover better now because the other images were, were a little smaller. Right. But I jumped off the StreamYard screen. I'm watch, watching it on the on the regular screen. But this uh, is this this is this is very cool that it's it's got the headdress yes, at sir. the very end and everything's on all the all the fire is, is going through from the headdress to the end of the letters. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, Kyle Willis and I put that together. Um, it's his his work and my design is just an awesome project. Yeah, that's that's her. So most of the artists did their favorite. Uh, well, not most, but a couple of the artists did their favorite scenes from book one, and that's Gabby's mm -hmm. favorite scene, which you saw part of that scene uh, in the panels above. Yeah, and that's who we see. Yes, up, up in the yep. truth. Yep. Geese up in the tree, bow out. Yes, sir. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Eric's first cover. That was the like I said, that 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 image started it all. Don't cry, puppy. One day you'll be on a cover too. <laughs> She's being silly. Needs <laughs> to go lay down. I don't know how she got in here. Rotten dog. Go lay down, Lila. She wanted to be on TV. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, she's a big old baby. She don't want to be on anything.
And there's this one. When I first wow. saw this one, it was like really small on the screen during Chromecon. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what's Robert Wall doing in a headdress? Right, how funny. You know what's <laughs> funny? I'll tell you the true story behind that. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Indian in the Cupboard. Yeah. But so Lightfoot is the main character, the Indian in the Cupboard. His name is Lightfoot. He, uh, mm -hmm. he is a, I'm a huge fan of the film. And Kyle was like, I, he, he's got an awesome memory. I, my memory sucks. And he happened to hear me mention that in a conversation and uh, contacted him and act, asked if we could use his likeness and get him involved in the project. So there are future things going on with some really cool people um, uh, with that being uh, his likeness. So, and he's aware. So we're very excited about that. I I don't have anything to put it on, but I, I still have the the VHS. Absolutely. It was a great film. I couldn't believe that people hadn't seen it. I just, I loved it as a kid. I was like, yeah. And then you got uh, Adams right below that. That's his trade dress with his Virgin variant. Love that cover, man. I mean, that that's Sonny. He's one of our uh, main characters. Beautiful, beautiful cover. It's the before and after. Absolutely, absolutely. That's funny. This is when I was hiding in the bushes, and this is when I went back to the bushes after I killed some people. Right, right. Absolutely. How funny. Now, this one is done by Marissa uh, Pope, and she had Gwen color it. And then uh, Gwen is actually going to be coloring DeBalfo's piece as well. So I sent that to her this weekend, or uh, well, this past couple days. So This reminds me of Peter and the Wolf. Right. Absolutely. So that's a scene in the interior of the book as well um, that's just absolutely stunning. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, Les, my uncle Les, he, he trained dogs as well. And that was one of the things that he was. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We, we we take that into a 
count in the listener. Did he train that dog? Whoops, you're frozen, Dustin. And Gwen's colors. That made me. all the covers and Mike DeBoffo's cover is coming soon yep we lost Dustin we're going to see if we can get him back One second, everybody. He started freezing up, so I'm going to see if I can get him back in. Sorry there you that. are. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened just then. That was weird. Like you, everything. You, uh, you started stuttering. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 wins we were talking about the the hounds. Eric Eric decided he would. Um, I gave him an idea, and he ran with the fact that I wanted Neil to be a, a dog that you wouldn't be able to uh, ascertain the breed. Because Les would tell us that he he couldn't tell you what kind of dog it was. He was like, none of the guys could tell you. He was like, they bred them as mutts and they dropped them off. And that's what we got. And I was like, okay. So he was saying that the dogs weighed 150 to 200 pounds. And the heads were almost to his the middle of his sternum. And um, so I gave that uh, the description to Eric. And I was like, well, give me something scary yet majestic for right now. You know what I mean? Let's see what we can run with for those. And he he gave me these these awesome, terrifying hounds, man. And I was just like, okay, I'm in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sign me up. Um, yeah, and that's where they, they came from. 
but this this image you've got now is our cover checklist and it's only doesn't have Devolfos uh, on it because I haven't got it colored yet. I'll, I'll end up adding that to that checklist. I, I scan down, I go, oh man, please tell me he's gonna draw more than some googly eyes on the cover. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, well, we're gonna put Mike's cover up on there. Um, we're really excited to be able to put everybody's on there. That particular cover, Adam's cover, if you go down uh, to where you were just at, the um, the panels below that right there is actually up a little bit. Uh, that's Sonny in the bottom of that panel with those two uh, tomahawks. And that's where that cover comes from, the one uh, the Adam Fields did. Oh, cool. Yeah, so there's uh, that. We, we tried to incorporate... Like Mike's cover, um, people are going to be like, well, that female character is not in the book. She's not in the book yet. Okay. Uh, she's an interesting character that I added. Uh, it's in like issue 10, 11 that I added the character. So what we thought about doing that would be interesting was to add her on the cover for each book until she showed up. Because we were joking about who what her first appearance would actually be. You know, when when is she actually going to show up in the book? You oh, know? you just want to you just want to screw with Nick over a key collector. That's it. That's absolutely <laughs> right. I messed with everybody about that one. I was like, you know, because everybody came at me. They were like, well, this character is not in the book. And I was like, I understand that. I'm, I'm well aware. You know what I mean? So uh, I thought it would be fun to have that character evolve on the cover versus evolving in the book and then show up in the book. So that should be a fun process to see. Um, but I, I just, man, seeing the covers like that is, is such an epic, epic experience. Um, Cause it takes you back. It makes you think about all these people that you've spent time with and hours with and talking to about how this project is going to come about. Um, and to hear them talk. I mean, when Adam had me on CromCon, uh, he invited me. I was just so floored, you know, just so floored and so thankful uh, that someone would uh, be so into the book. Like the funny thing is a lot of times when you hire an artist from what I've seen and friends I have and know, they, they talk about how they do their job and then the, it's a job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can tell you this. Every artist that we have involved is invested in this book i mean every one of them has been like hey when are we going to get ready to do book two hey is this um you know maybe we could do this to make this a little bit more interesting or maybe we could you know get together and talk about this or maybe we could do a signing together for this and i'm just like it's just been phenomenal you know it, it's turned into a um a just not just a you know, uh, artist and uh, writer and cover artists, it's everybody's been sucked in to this project. And there's a little bit of everybody involved. You know, like when we got David Acampo on, um, when he started doing uh, character designs, because I couldn't get him in the interiors for this book, he was like, um, hey, what if you do this to the, to the trade dress? You know, so before he was even involved in the book, he was involved in the book. And it was just, it's just been a lot of fun, you know, to see these guys, you know, and uh, work with such talent, 
you know, because I, I could have done that. I could have went out and been like, Hey, look, uh, I'm only going to pay you, you know, $20 a page and I can only pay a colorist $15 a page. I could have done that. You know, if I wanted to do the, the, the stick with the Kickstarter route and keep the Kickstarter thing going, but I, I just, there are certain stories that need a, um, a level, if you will, of artists uh, and team to elevate them to what they need to be. Um, my favorite series as a kid was the um, Aliens vs. Predator Deadliest of Species. Holy cow, man. I mean... I had never read something so deep in my young life, you know, just absolutely floored. You know, there were members of the X-Men team working at Dark Horse at that time, you know, and it was just like, like, what am I reading? You know, how incredible that we're creating the depth of characters that we have. And I want to have that myself. So if I just, I wouldn't have done it. We'll say it like this. I, I wouldn't do the book. And try to sell you something that I wouldn't want to read. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't oh, yeah. justify, you know, asking for your hard-earned money for a project that I wouldn't pay my money for. You know, and I think that it stands out on its own in that fact that you're going to get every ounce of feeling, every ounce of story, every piece of art that we can possibly give you. You know, one of the things that we did um, for printing is we added a um, an interior sketch page to each book. So a lot of people like their their minty cover. You know what I mean? They don't want a sketch cover, but they'd still like a sketch. You know, so I was like, okay, we'll add a page. You know, we put the page in there and then sketch on it. You know, and then they can have their own personalized book which i i gather that sketch covers are personalized books but like i said not everybody wants that you know what i mean they, they want the original art uh from the cover so we're having a lot of fun with things like that and things that we can add to the book and give to the book and add to the second covers and you know so on and so forth um remarks um, man look we're having so much fun with them we saw if, if you go down uh, we, there are two blank covers that are uh, our blank covers are sold out um, that we were doing in our Kickstarter. Kyle Willis and Adam Fields both sold out there. Um, oh yeah, let's let's go down the row for sure. You got that virtual high five. We've got a couple of nice ones of those. Um, uh, so while we're at the digital edition, real quick, just so everybody knows, um, people that purchase the digital edition now uh, will get issue one. And then as we go forward, so that you can catch up, you will, if you buy digital edition two, you will get digital edition one with it. Just so that's, that's out there. So everybody understands that you'll be able to catch up. Uh, I don't want people left behind. I, I, I'm avid about people not being left behind. That's why our books are titled book one, book two, book three, three book four, not issue. So each book has its own actual title. Like the first book is Addison. The second book is actually titled When Winds Weep. So, um, which is an awesome uh, title for what's going on in that particular book. So, 
Uh, but yeah, so anytime um, and all of the pledges, uh, tiers, will get the digital copy with them as well. So if you purchase the cover A, you'll get a digital copy. I mean, because some of us are, you know, super stoked and aren't going to want to wait until the print, uh, book comes in print yet. So we'll want our digital copy. Me in particular, I'm going to want to read it and I'm going to make sure it's turned this way and not this way. So you don't have to to open it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, transfer, you transferred your wife to the dark side. She's reading comics. Right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, she was... Um, I couldn't have asked for a better partner and a better help when we opened our brick and mortar. I mean, she didn't even like comic books before that. So, you know, it was, it was a very cool experience to have her work with me. Uh, she's, she's a lot of fun, but like I said, so you'll get every tier will get their digital copy with whatever people pledge. Okay, so. cool. So I, I got, I got excited because uh -huh. I thought I, I thought I saw a name where there where there wasn't a name. Oh man! Uh, you well, think you it saw? is a name. I read the listener, but I read the Lensner cover, and I'm like, "What? Man, Wait, well, yeah, <laughs> I bet I got excited too." <laughs> man, I have not had the pleasure. I have not. So I can't say that I, I that's on my radar because, like I said, it, it, I, I've only uh, I've reached out to people I know, and that's that's how I've been doing business. So um, a Linsner cover would be just brutal. I would fall out. You know uh, who is? I mean, everybody talks about Art Germ and uh, Peach Momoko right now. I mean, I'm telling you what, if, if I could get any cover for the listener by any artist, I, I'd still stick to Mike DeBalto. I mean, he's been, mm -hmm. he's been one of the best friends I've had in the past six years of my life. <laughs> and he's, he's a, a, a font of knowledge for this business. So I, 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 I can say that I knocked that off my bucket list. You know, my favorite artist worked on my book for me. You know, I think that's awesome. Well, art German is great. Uh, Peach from Moco is meh, hit or miss. Uh, but man, they don't show me anything because all they're doing is cover. I'm just a cover artist, right? I go, Oh, so you can't do sequential artwork? Well, I could if I wanted to, but <laughs> I don't want to, Will. Oh. But but the but the speculator market will pay me millions of dollars for hey. knocking out posters every couple of weeks. Like, you know yeah. you know what would be a cool one? I take that back. I would love to have a Bagley cover. I think a Bagley cover would be sick. Mm. I really do. I mean, as a kid, I mean he you know he his venoms were just awesome to me. So I was supposed to meet him years ago at Boston Comic Con, uh -huh. and then the convention got canceled because of those the two scumbag little terrorists blowing up the oh. the race. Right, right. But uh, the one thing that came out of that was there were a bunch of artists that I wanted to meet that all 
spun around on the heels, got on the plane and took and got out of Dodge. Right. Where where others like uh David Mack, uh Tim Sale and and a hand, hands hands full of others all got together and went out to local area uh New England and Boston comic shops to meet the fans. Whoa, that's sick. And supported the Boston Strong movement. For sure. And didn't charge anybody. That's Tim awesome. Seeley, Tim Seeley too. That's so awesome. I, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I that would have blown my mind as well, man. I just wouldn't I I, I interviewed David and and put up like a big story on yeah, yeah. online for it. And uh then I grabbed a buddy of mine and jumped jumped in my truck and we 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 headed like just south of Boston to uh, to this shop that has no parking anywhere. So we drove. I had to drive around the square for like an hour to find a parking spot. Oh man! And uh, then you know, then we went. In, the line was out the door. Uh, we went in. We both bought stuff from the store. As you know, while we were there, I got a, oh, yeah. I got a nice, I got a nice Doctor Strange number one. There you go. Uh, wasn't you know, grade worthy, but it was, it was still, it's still probably like you know, an eight point or something. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I have never been. Um, we we joke about the the grade uh, grade snob terminology. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I've never been that way. I, I've been. Uh, my favorite book in my collection right now, and you know it'd irritate the crap out of some people, but I have a restored Action Two Fifty Two, and it is my favorite book in my entire collection. I probably paid a thousand dollars for it, and it is my favorite. Uh, Supergirl will always be one of my favorite characters, and to have her first appearance to me was it was a feat to me. You know what I mean? To actually be able to get a book that old in the condition that it's in. It's like an eight, it's an eight Oh restored. And I am perfectly happy with it. You know, it, it, it is like the gem of my collection. I've got, I've got 400 and something long boxes here right now. And it is my favorite book. I'm about to have that. There you go. Back in 2016, I fell deathly ill with cellulitis, fasciitis, and sepsis. Jesus. Yeah, he was with me because uh, I, I, they lost me once on the OR table, and I coded probably about five times in the ICU. That's terrifying, man. Well, I'm glad everything. They you had know. to do a reversible trach on me. Which, uh, and I have uh, three 18 inch scars on my right leg. And I got a Jesus. floppy foot because when they did the fascia, they had to hurry up and do the fasciotomy. So they, right. they clipped a whole bunch of nerve clusters. So my foot just goes oh, like this. Uh, and I've got, well, you got my, stories to tell those girlfriends, you know what I mean? Hmm. And you tell the girlfriends, this is how I got these scars. You know, you tell them like a real good story. Yeah. I mean, like, 
I was in this book called The Listener, and <laughs> they sh they shot my eye out. But your eye's right there. It's glass. Is it? That's right. No. <laughs> Here, hey, let me pull it out real quick. And <laughs> Dude, my uh, aunt actually, my aunt actually has a glass yeah. eye. Oh no. And oh no. My mother used to tell this story at wedding receptions years and years ago. Uh, her husband, who is who who we lost this year, uh, be like, "Keep an eye on my drink. I'll be right back." Oh no! And she would take her eye out and put it in the drink. <laughs> That's awful. Oh man! When you're coming back, you pick up your highball and you go, to, and it's looking back oh, at you. No. Oh man, I wouldn't even know what to do. That's funny. That's so funny. Goodness. Yeah, I think um we've we've got to this point where there, there is no back. You know, what and we're looking at these numbers together and we're looking at these books and these covers and it's just it doesn't do anything for me but push me harder. You know, when oh, yeah. you, you get people that, you know, oh my gosh, that have, like I said, there's only been a few people who've got their hands on it outside of our team, but the the response has been so much so that I just, it, it would be a discredit to everything that we have done um, to, to not continue. Uh, I wrote a letter to my uncle. Uh, I, I realize he's passed, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. uh, it was it was very therapeutic to me. And um, to, to, I, I just, regardless of what anybody believes, I believe that someone is always listening. There, there's oh, always yeah. someone listening. And uh, whether it's who you expect or not, that's a whole different deal altogether. But I don't believe we're ever alone. Um, so we, I normally end uh, emails and for the book and everything, um, reminding people that there's always someone listening. Uh, and if there is ever a problem uh, that people don't feel like they can deal with, uh, I, I don't mind people reaching out to me, you know, to talk about anything because I, I understand what it's like to, to be in bad situations. Um, and I want the listener to be a, even as rough as it is, and uh, like I said, there are lights at the end of these tunnels, and I want people to understand that. I don't, I don't think that we're ever truly alone, um, and because that's a that's I think I believe that's the most scary thing possible to be to be alone, truly alone. Yeah. And um, I've burned a lot of bridges in my life. I've built a lot of bridges. Uh, I can't imagine being without my wife or without my family. And uh, I don't want anyone to feel uh, that, that they don't have someone to listen. Um, so what we've done with the listener is, um, I don't, I'm sure you recall, but back in the day, a lot of comic books used to do Q and A's in the back of their books. Oh yeah. The literature pages. Yeah, absolutely. So we are bringing that back with the listener currently in issue one. It's a thank you page. Uh, for all the people that had, uh, pledged and have supported us and helped us. Uh, and I realized that there are a lot more people that I should be thanking. And I, I add a little 
notation about that in the page, but um, that will be a Q&A. So if anybody wants to reach out just to uh, talk about it, you're welcome to reach us on Facebook uh, and we'll, we'll add questions to the next book. Um, uh, we will, uh, we're also fielding questions this Monday. So uh, with pops, I'm very excited about that. Um, but there are, there, there is, there's always hope and light at the end of these dark, dark tunnels. Oh yeah. Um, and that's, it's very important that we, we pushed that in the listener. Cause I really wanted you to go about as down in that rabbit hole as you can get to realize that you can come back out and, uh, issue two is probably, uh, my come to Jesus moment in this, this series. Um, if, if it doesn't take you from point A to point B emotionally, I don't know what will. So, um, very excited about that. When do I get that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so at the end of book one, I guarantee you, you read book one, you flip it right and tell me how special I am for having it the wrong way. You come back and you tell me how you feel about it. I, I guarantee you. Uh, you're going to ask me when book two is coming out. I'm already asking you when book two is coming out. Hey, man, if it all stays on par like it's doing right now, we're going to be end of January. That's my goal. So, uh, and that that's the first we're having of this conversation. So end of January is what I'm looking at. But I got to make sure that issue one does what it needs to do. And we get the people that we need to get on board. Um, and uh, I... <laughs> We get enough sales so my wife doesn't regret marrying me and make me happy. <laughs> so I, I don't want to have to listen to that. So let's 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 get the listener sold. We'll get um, you know, we'll get some more pledges in and we got five more days on this Kickstarter. We'll get some more money in there. Um, and then we you know, we'll we'll take that money and invest it. That's that's all it's about is investing it into the next book, man. Cause I mean my, the listener is not about getting rich. That's not the goal. It's to, to get the story across and to get, you know, get, get this amazing book into people's hands. Um, I, man, I woke up one after my uncle died, like two weeks after he died and was like, this is what we're doing. You know, this is, this is a thing, you know, it's a project and from a project, it's become a reality, you know, and from a reality, it's become a, a, a finished product. You know, and I just, I'm going to keep pushing it. And as long as people support it, I'll keep supporting it. Hell, I'll, I'll support it if I'm alone supporting it. Just going to keep going. Absolutely. But you know what? They're, like I said, I'm very blessed and very thankful. There are a lot of people listening. You know, I'm not, I'm not walking this path alone. I was trying to turn the book right side too. I can't figure it out. <laughs> There's a, um, so if you open it, if you open it at the very top, it should open when you download it and you open it, it should open in your, your browser is where it should open when you yeah. download the file. All right. So at the top, when you download it, there'll be a, a rotate icon at the very top of the page. You should be able to rotate it. I'm not seeing it. Hold on. 
in one second. You have Acrobat? Yeah. Okay. So um, go to Tools, and there's a Rotate tool in Tools as well if you're using Acrobat. Tools. Yes, sir. Comment, so you F, sign, edit, export, create, combine, right. share, So stand. go to Organize Pages. It'll be on the right pane. And then you can collect Rotate All. Organize pages. Where's that? It should I'm be just... inside of tools. Inside of tools. Right. So go to tool, tools, organize pages. Or there should be organized pages on the right side of your uh, pane. There it is. There you go. Bloody hell. Right? No, I can't do it. Why? It wants money. What? I've only got the free version of everything. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, That's all right. I'm I'm special. When when I've never made a PDF with that many images before. So when I made it, it, it wouldn't let me change landscape to portrait. So when I I have to download it, but then in my infinite wisdom, I I'm just like Acrobat flips it for me. You know what I mean? I'm not even not even conscious about. It's like, well, the paid version of Acrobat flips it for me. Well, right. yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Acrobat. Jeez. Oh, you're you're one of those free trial guys. Great. Hold on, hold on. There's, oh, give me a second. That's mad funny. Oh, rotating. You have Windows 10, right? No. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I know. I'm trying to think of ways to help. <laughs> I really am. I'm like, there's got to be a way to help you. I can do it. Um. But yeah. The, oh my gosh, we've had so much fun with it. Like page one alone. Page one being the first page I actually saw. You know, because the first page we finished and uh, Eric's art was done on and Kyle had the lettering on. And I was just like totally floored by it because once again, you're, you're creating something that's in your mind. You know what I mean? This isn't it, it, it's not it's not like you can experience it any other way. You know, it's in your head. It's on paper. And then you, you actually have someone create it and you and that the process is so in-depth with us. And it, 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 it's so personal um, for each panel that it's it's just phenomenal. You know, it's, hey, look, does this need to be this long? Hey, look, does this guy need his arm this way? Do we put the arm this way? Do we move this, remove that? It's never just a, here's a page, put it together. You know, it, it's always a back and forth. What can we help each other with? What can we teach each other? Um, and it's just been such a splendid experience to even work on this project um like i said it's just thankful that's that's the only word i can think to explain to anybody um because i've read a lot of stories you've read a lot of stories we've seen a lot of movies um mm -hmm. original storytelling doesn't come across very often 
because they've been stories been around forever. So for you to come across one that it's original and it's in your own head, you're just going, oh my gosh, you know, and it's on paper. It's real now. What? How do you feel? You know, what do you think? Yeah, and this start- is this is for sure 100% completely different than anything I've ever read, watched. I, man, look. Thought of. Right, right. And that's what that's what kept pushing me to do it because when, like I said, once you start looking at those 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 dollar signs, you get to be like, whoa, you know, is this is it is going to be what you want it to be? And then when you finally see it, I ran, I'm not gonna lie, I ran to Staples a few days ago and printed my first copy from Staples, and they they absolutely botched the job on how to print it, um, but being able to see the have the paper in my hand you know you mentioned earlier having a comic in your hand is the most powerful thing it it truly is you know Mm -hmm. like i had the book in my hand and was flipping through the pages like i said it was all out of sequential order and they really messed it up but it was just it was so worth the money and the drive to staples just to be able to come home and look at these pages and realize that this was what it was supposed to be. You know, this is where the book is supposed to be. There was not a single time after we got that last final draft that I went, something should be different. Something should be changed. You know, um, from the the spirits talking and the amazing way that Kyle wrote the demons talking. Uh, You don't get to see any demons in the first book that I'm going to mention, but you do get to see their, their talking. You know what I mean? And the different fonts that Kyle made and the, the just super cool bubbles that were created to go in there. You know, um, I didn't want that either. I didn't want generic bubbles. I really didn't. I wanted, you know, I'm weird like that. I was like, I, not, I need to get something different. Give me something original. And he was like, original comic books have been together forever. What are we going to find? And he was like, I'll do them by hand. I was like, what? And he was like, I'm going to do every bubble by hand. And I was like, are you kidding me? He was like, nope. Next thing you know, we've got these beautiful bubbles throughout the entire book. You know, the font that he created, you know, for the book. It's just, like I said, man, everybody gave it 125%. There, there's no half-ass in the listening at all. We didn't skimp on anything, you know. And uh, now that we, we know what we're doing at even a better level now than we did before, um, the the pages are coming together in such a way that I just I'm blown away. You know, it it it's enough when you write a book and you create a story and you create characters that you become emotionally invested in. Okay. I'm like a sap anymore. I'm 35 going on a hundred right now, all weepy eyed and stuff as I'm writing my own book. You know, it's it you put it on the paper and then to see it on the page a character death or anything. It, it's just, holy cow. You know, that's your creation that you're damning right now at the same time, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a very um, just wild sensation. Um, you know, going through the Kickstarter and going through the tiers and uh, the, the support from the different individuals and the groups and just it, Everyone has been so, so positive, man. You know, Will, I can't even tell you how positive people have been. 
Um, I mean, I, I woke up one morning to a message in my inbox for Kickstarter. And the gentleman said, uh, I know this is only book one. I'm really excited. Are you going to continue? I hope you will. And I've never met this individual. You know what I'm saying? He, he hasn't read my book. Uh, one thing that I do in the updates is I write short stories um, for the updates for events that may or may not happen in the listener. Um, and it's, it's been really cool to feedback. Um, I also, I'm also a member of these cryptid pages, you know, with uh, about the Yeti and the Bigfoots and the Chupacabras mm -hmm. and your, you know, your, your uh, wild stories and stuff. And I, I often will pitch them short stories, you know, to see what people think about them. Um, we wrote a interesting arc recently about, um, oh my gosh, uh, uh, my mind just went blank on it, um, uh, Roanoke. You know, everybody wants to know about what happened in Roanoke. Mm -hmm. uh, I find it very interesting. You know, I was born in Chesapeake, Virginia. I find Roanoke to be an incredibly interesting story. Um, so we went really deep into uh, our own rabbit hole on Roanoke. And that'll be an interesting arc for the story as well. Um, like I said, we meant, we also mentioned uh, religion. Uh, we go into a really interesting arc with um, uh, uh, Ahab, you know, and not just Ahab, but we mentioned, we go into it with Jonah and the white whale. So, and Addie gets involved in this, trying to find this missing child, you know? So that's, a, it's a lot of fun. Um, I wanted to take stories from all walks of life and uh, update them almost for a, for a different type of horror fan. So you're getting the, the real life horror and then you're getting these mini stories mixed in with the real life horror. It's been so wild. <clears throat> I just think, oh, and I'm all giddy and proud of myself. I actually turned it the right way. What? <laughs> Look at you. So you got it flipped over. Yeah, I'm full of surprises. I don't doubt it. I have no doubt in my mind. Like you had no idea you had no idea this whole time I wasn't even wearing pants. So you know what the hell? Right. I'm like, hey man, if you can do this whole interview without me knowing you're not wearing pants, I'm okay with you never wearing pants. I'm all right with that. I mean, okay, we, we, I'll, I'll be over for the holidays. That's right, right. Come on by. I'll have the turducken ready, you know. We didn't say anything about underwear. We just said pants. So as long as you've got a pair of britches on, we'll be all right. Oh, yeah. I always, I, well, because of, of my legs, I always, <laughs> wear, I always wear shorts. There you go. Like even in the wintertime, people like, you know, I'll be going out to an appointment, going down the, the ramp, you know, oh. with like, with like my my heavy Hulk hoodie on and right, right. you know a parish. Aren't you cold? No, it's it's awesome. I'm super warm right now. <laughs> I'm like, I go, I can't feel my legs, so I guess that wouldn't matter, would it? How funny, <laughs> you know? So it was just you know crazy. But I got to tell you right now. Um, I think 
Eric and Kyle's covers are my two favorite. For sure. I get that. Um, because we, we haven't, we've seen the sketch of Mike's cover, but we haven't right. seen it colored in yet. For sure. You know, which I'm sure, you know, will kill me. I'm sure if you reached out to uh, Stephen McDonald and, and, and pitched him, be like, oh, by the way, your buddy Mike DeVolfo is doing, uh, yeah. Yeah. doing covers. He goes, would you, would you like Mike DeVolfo exclusive covers for your shop? There you go, right? I need, I need to get on those, man. I need to get on with a couple people. Uh, I talked to him uh, about a month and a half ago before the Kickstarter actually started. Um, mm. But I know they're very busy, especially with moving their store and all that jazz. They're oh, yeah. Busy. So I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, uh, I, I I would love to talk to the, the Clan McDonald guys when when they get some free time. Um, I'm not trying to, to to mess up any of their moving and all that shenanigans right now. Um, but we did we do offer some cool um, some cool cover combinations um, with uh Adam and Mike's covers, uh, so you can you know you can grab them both for a little bit cheaper than individual. Um, so you can get the set. Yep, so you can get the set. Absolutely, I know I'm going to buy a set, so I'm excited. Um, and I say buy a set because I'm going to have to because the the DeBalfo covers, as well as the the uh, the Marissa Pope, the Kyle Willis, and the Adam Fields are all limited, so I'll be have to buy my own cover for that one but i'm more than happy i'm more than happy to do so well you got to make sure you take that staples copy and uh and get that get that graded as the right. only as the only era of num of the first print run there you go there you go absolutely absolutely that was funny man because i'm i was so excited i didn't even look at it she put it in the little brown bag i drove all the way home pulled it out of the little brown bag and i'm like why is page one on the back on the interior cover of the book i was like and i'm getting to my splash pages and i'm like you've ruined my splash pages there, there is no splash to be had so um oh they they put they they separated the splash in between right, other pages right absolutely so you literally had um i think it's four and five are the first splash pages and you literally have five on the back of four and I was like, no, <laughs> what have you done? Absolutely destroyed my book. Um, the last time I'll spend fifteen dollars to print one book. But Ouch. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was my wife was so livid, she was like, You better go back. I was like, they're not gonna give me my money back. They're just gonna be like, Well, you should have told us better. You know what I mean? Because uh, common sense isn't that common. So especially yeah. staples. Oh man. I'm so, so excited you got the book flipped over, though. I can't tell you how excited I am that you that it worked. Not as excited as I am. I'm going to read this damn thing. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Three o'clock um, in the morning. I'm going to be. I'm going to be texting you. Yeah, please, Bob. dude. Dude, where's my copy of number two? I got to know what the hell happens. Absolutely, absolutely. Because we are. Um, I am in the midst of right before we started talking this evening. I was laying out pages 15 and 16 while I was literally waiting to get on here with you. So um, I'll be doing, a, I'll be working on the book quite a bit tonight. So if you have any questions or any thoughts, man, shoot me a text message 
Oh yeah. Uh, as, soon, as soon as we're done with this, I gotta. I'll have to check my phone because um, my daughter's coming over. Uh, probably not tonight, but but tomorrow. Right. So I gotta figure okay. out. Gotta figure out plans for my birthday tomorrow. So. Well, happy birthday! A little early. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, it's it's after fifty. I don't want to know about it anymore. I hear you. I hear you. Well, I really it's, do appreciate you having me on, Will. Thank you. I I'm not gonna celebrate my birthday it's more of the anniversary of the once a year when i allow myself to have ice cream well there you go well that's fair because two years ago i was up to about 600 pounds hey man for for somebody that was 600 you're looking pretty good right now sir let me tell you yeah now if only i could get a bra that fit right oh gosh <laughs> oh man oh. well you know some of them have tassels on now you know what i mean you can get one that's Spin them around, yeah. Absolutely, I, that could be a gimmick. I mean, come see Will. <laughs> you know? But when, um, when my ex brings my daughter over, I just look at her. I go, "Don't be mad, because huh? just because mine are bigger than yours." Oh, oh no! <laughs> I go, I go, I donate them to you, but you'd have to shave them every day. Oh no! <laughs> Man is on fire. Uh, I was a DJ for 35 years in nightclubs. Oh, gosh. I bet you had a bunch of stories from those. Yeah, none of which we will tell. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, Will, I, I really do appreciate you, man. It's been such a, an honor and a, and a fun time to be on here with you, man. It really has. Well, I got to tell everybody, if you're a Mike DeBotho fan, you need to order these ASAP. Yeah, they're going to go. Because the the combo with his trade dress and Virgin variant, there's only 25 sets available. And as of right now, there's only 23 sets available. Yes, sir. So, and I think we both know as, as soon as the, the finished image gets posted, that those are probably going to fly right out. Absolutely. They, they will go fairly quickly. And retailers, don't forget, retail store bundles, 10 copies of cover A, $70, less than half price. Absolutely, for sure. And original art collectors, the original painting Oh, that's a full-size painting, like full of, size. of of Kyle's Indian in the cupboard cover. That's right. That's a that's a full-size painting, and it's only six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, full-size painting on the uh, the newspaper printed the day after Pearl Harbor is what that's painted on. So not only do you get this awesome painting, you get a piece of history. Absolutely. And that's the coolest part about it. How is that still here? I I don't think, like I said, we we've we're we're that little fish in this amazingly large ocean of incredible creators that we're just now moving into. So I, I just don't think people have seen it yet. I don't. Whoa. Adam Field's original sketch cover. Yep. Seventy-five dollars. 
Yep, those are gone. Kyle's is gone. Yeah, they went pretty quick. Those are both gone. That's that's the end of the list. That's it. Here's so, yeah, so let me scroll up to – did I pass it? Yes, I must have passed it. Did I pass it? I passed Are you it. looking for the list? I think it's in the middle. Down just a little bit further. There's that cover. You can own the painting. Mm -hmm. Plus read the book with that cover on it. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's probably the. It, it's super cool, man. To 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 be able to look at the actual cover, like the the painting, he leaves out like words in the headdress, and they just look so awesome. I mean, because the the paper itself is talking about World War II, so you're seeing a lot of that in the actual painting. You know, uh, there's there's stuff about ships. There's all kinds of craziness that's on that cover um it's just absolutely beautiful i mean it's stunning stunning stuff let me send you as as our friend indiana would say that painting belongs in a museum absolutely you know kyle has been uh featured in a couple museums i mean his work is spot on man it's very very beautiful stuff oh it's insane let me get you the uh here is the second issue no, no yeah no, I wish. <laughs> i'm trying i'm trying i i hear you i wish i wish i had it to to send it to you uh send you a couple of these um so you can see them up close um get yourself a better look at them uh here we go There are, um, I can't find it. Oh, there it is. There we go. Here is the, I'll send you these um, pictures of the originals. <clears throat> but those, those are, um, that's what I have so far uh, for the painting uh, before it was turned into a cover. Yeah, I mean, I I can't, I couldn't ask for more, man. I've been so, like I said, so thankful. Everybody's been super awesome. Um, and everyone is so, so talented. Uh, a lot of our team is in the madness as well. So you can always find their work there. They're posting in there a lot. Uh, Marissa, Gwen, and uh, Marissa, Gwen, um, David Acampo, and Eric Viola, I think are members of the madness now. So you guys can check out some of their stuff when they post in there. Oh yeah, the the group grew, grew by uh, some leaps and bounds this past weekend. So absolutely. Oh yeah, I, I like I said, I got yoked in when Adam was doing the stream, and he was like, "Come on and talk about the listener of the CromCon." And I was like, "Okay." I didn't even know what the CromCon was. You know, I was like, "I don't know what this is, but I'll come talk." <laughs> you know. I was in I was in the group. I think uh, like. Four or five months before I realized that CROM was the acronym for the group. I just found that out. Thank you. I didn't know that. 
What, just now? <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that. I had no idea. I was like, that's an interesting name for a convention. Yeah, so like every every time I talk to Pops and he's like, you know, crumb this, crumb that, I was putting up a gif of Arnold. <laughs> to hell with Crom. Yeah, oh, I'm like, what? Uh, Crom is cool, you know? I don't know what Crom is that we're talking about. And, and he's like, was, dude, you know that's the acronym for the group, right? He was, funny. That's, that's why he always spells it out. Capital C, capital R, little O, big M. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there you go. That makes much more sense. I feel a little bit more educated now. I really appreciate that because that's that's like something serious. I was wondering for a little while. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just like, well, I didn't. I didn't want you going until like you had issue four out before you found out what you know what was going on with right. the prom stuff. Can you can you imagine? You're like. Hey, look, I got a issue four coming out. Check us out on CromCon. Uh, somebody's going to be like, what's CromCon? And I'm going to be like, it's CromCon. You know CromCon. That's, that's all you need. You know, Crom from Conan. Right, right. You know, Schwarzenegger's buddy. Get out of here. Don't mess around with me. You know, it's it's just crazy like that. How funny. That's hilarious. Layla, you are okay. Big old baby. Big old baby. So I'm just uh, I'm passing this feed out from. Oh, I appreciate it. My uh, my YouTube channel. Awesome. To a, to a bunch of comic groups, so they can check oh, this I'm out as well. I super said, thankful, man. I threw it out into. Uh, I threw it out into uh, the Twitterverse a little Sweet. earlier. Oh. And of course, I tagged our sponsor, Spinwiz Comics, and uh, well, I appreciate them letting me be on here and talk to you this evening. Thank you. Some uh, some friends of mine that have another YouTube channel, uh, great guys from Texas, Lost in Comics. Sweet. I tagged them because there's like a there's like five or six of our channels. Or like kind of like we're basically like all network together. Oh, cool! Yeah, well, I'm more than happy to talk to anybody if they'd like to do an interview and get a, a digital copy. I, I'm more than happy to sit and talk to people and uh, have people listen, you know, and learn a little bit about the book and um, what we've got going on, what's coming out for the future, and all kinds of fun stuff. Giveaways later on, and you know, Calabunga comics in general. Sign me up. Man, I will sign you up. I promise. You're going to be the one of the first people I sign up. So, uh, Cowabunga Comics, which is which is you, right? Yep. Me and Kyle Willis, we own Cowabunga Comics. We also have a Facebook group that we we chat with people and shoot the stuff with. Um, and Kyle puts a bunch of his art on there, and uh, that's who we're publishing the listener through right now. Like I said, I've got some pitches I'm working on, but right now, as and like I said, it could stay that way. If it stays just us print, uh, publishing through Calabunga, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Um, I just uh, pitching means I can get to more people. You know, that's my that's my biggest goal. Like I said, is telling this story. You know, um, so if if we get picked up for a pitch, nothing's gonna change. It's just a different publisher. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, I will. I, I really don't want to do this book. 
if, it, if it's not with the team members that I have uh, and the friends I've made, you know, I just, I, I don't think it's the same project if I change that up. Um, so I'm, so look forward to that. If we get picked up by a company, if we don't stay independent, look forward to the fact you'll always have the same group of people. Uh, that was one of the things that we all talked about when we decided to get together as a team. Um, you may not see every cover artist on every cover, but you can be assured they will come back for another cover. You know what I mean? That's just, that's just the way it works and people's business and people's, you know, how busy they get and their schedules and everything else. Um, I can't guarantee anybody on every cover with the exception of Gabriella. Gabriella has agreed um, to do every cover with us. So she will be cover A on every book. Uh, I got news for you, and you guys may think it's funny. You were talking about books three and four. Uh, Gabby already sent me a cover for book three, so I'm really excited. Uh, I haven't got a book two from her yet, but I got a book three already. So um, there's that. So you know she's going to be around for the long haul. Um, but we're just we're pushing, uh, and I'm going to continue to push and do the best I can uh, to make to make the story what it should be. You know, uh, and I'm going to try to make sure I get this file to flip over before I send people their, their digital files. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll help. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, other than that, like you said, we do go to print in less than two weeks. So I don't even know how I feel about that. I'm so excited. I just can't even uh, put that into to a realm of uh, words um, to be to 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 say that I'm I'm printing a book and I'm sending it out to all these people is something I wanted to say when this started, you know, I wanted to be able to do that. And I pushed and we pushed and we pushed and now we are, you know, so I'm blessed. I'm thankful. Um, I really do hope people continue to listen to us. I, I hope people continue to listen to you. I hope that uh, everyone is uh, as thoroughly entertained as they are educated when they read the listener. Um, I would like people to be able to go, hey, look, the book pulled my heartstrings in every direction you could possibly pull them. Um, because I got news for you, you're going in different directions from book one to book two. So I hope uh, I hope everybody's heart is in it. Um, and I hope they've listened to how deeply my heart is in it. Um, and once again, Will, I do want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to me for the past two hours. Um, and if there's anything I can do uh, to support you or to support this channel, let me know. Um, spread the I, word. Oh, I will. I will spread words, sir. I will spread words. Uh, and like I said, just like I dropped Pop's name a couple times in this one, I'll be sure to drop your name a couple times Monday night when we get together on Monday. Um, if you guys get the opportunity, we're all getting together on Monday night. Uh, I know that Kyle Willis will be there. I know Marissa Pope will be there uh, if she can. Uh, she's wanting to come. Uh, Mike DeBolfo is wanting to come if his schedule allows. Uh, Eric Viola will be there, uh, who is our interior artist, like I mentioned before. Uh, Adam Fields will be on as well. I know Gabby will be on. So if you guys have any questions or any thoughts on their artwork, uh, they'll be on Monday at 8 o'clock uh, EST. Um, and they are fielding questions. Their uh, Pops is going to be drawn through the ringer with questions, I'm sure. So uh, he actually got his copy of the book the other day. He said it wowed him the first time he read it. He's going to read it again this weekend. So uh, that to me also makes me feel good. So um, uh, I'll get sappy for a couple seconds before we get out of here. 
Uh, all it takes is one like, okay, to a project. All it takes is one like. Uh, what we take for granted is uh, algorithms with Facebook and social media. We take all these algorithms for granted. Uh, one like is all it takes. You know, if you get onto our Kickstarter and you can't afford to pay $5 for a digital copy or $15, drop that $1 high five just to let them know that people are listening to what we have to say. You know, that's all it takes is $1. And I, I, I guarantee you, you'll get something from me. It may not be a copy of the book in physical form, but that $1, I won't forget any one of you for that $1, I promise. Um, and like I just told Will, I'm eternally grateful um, to him, to everyone involved, all the kind things they've said. Um, if you're having a real shit day, let me tell you, one like or one person dropping a comment uh, that's positive about your project can, can turn your whole day around. Because uh, I know there's guys, because I've been there, there's guys that wake up and they check their Kickstarter every day. They, they look at those dollars every day. And you know what? There may be a couple days where they don't make anything. So that one like, it's all it takes to change their outlook for a whole day. Um, but like I said, uh, I am blessed. Thank you so very much, Will, once again. Uh, I am Dustin Burnell. I have written The Listener. Uh, and I'm here to listen to you as well. And guys, go check out the Kickstarter for yourself. The link is in the chat as well as in the show notes, either up above or down below, depending on where you're watching us. I know we went we went through the whole thing, but you can uh, examine it a little more closely yourself. And uh, pitch in on this. There's only a few days left. And I mean, it, the book just looks amazing. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's been, a, like I said, it's been an adventure. But uh, I, I am with that. Um, like I said, Will, thank you so much. I am going to go take the dog out and put the baby to bed. So I appreciate your time, guys. Uh, it was a pleasure for whoever is from me and Layla. Uh, whoever was listening or whoever was watching and hanging out with us, thanks for tolerating with me for two hours of your life. Uh, I promise, check out the listener. You won't regret it. Thank you. All right. Take care.